This is the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm Adam Liette, Director of Operations for a seven-figure online business and eight-year veteran of Army Special Operations. On this show, we get into the tactical nitty-gritty of what it really takes to run a thriving online business because at the end of the day, operators lead the way. What's going on, super operators? (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was random, but a uh, little fun to start the episode. I'm going to talk today about protecting our your energy and different things that I've used over the years and, and optimized to help me do that. And when I talk about our energy, so I, I recorded an episode a couple weeks ago about batching my content. And interestingly enough, this episode is from that same batch. <laughs> so a uh, fun little uh piece of the puzzle here. Um, Our energy is so important. Uh, We are energy-driven human beings. We are visionary creatives. Um, We all have a bit of the, what I call the squirrel mentality in us. And I do that (laughs) if if you have a dog. I'm a dog person. Um, What does a dog do when they see a squirrel? They drop everything. (gasps) Squirrel! You know, how do we protect ourselves from squirrels? And so there's a number of different things that I've used. And let's just explore those. The first thing is when you need your energy, when you need to focus in on a project, especially if you have a team, communicate that you'll be focusing on a project. Be open about that. Block it off on your calendar and let the team know that, hey, I will be unreachable during this time period because I'm going to be working on this one project. That does a couple of different things for you. First off, you're you're kind of you're making a micro commitment to yourself that you're not going to be reachable. Those are very important. Those little commitments we make. You're also giving the team context in what you're doing, giving them the appropriate time to reach out to you either before or after you're done with your focus time. If they need an answer to a question, well, now they're going to ask it beforehand. Or they're going to wait till afterwards, knowing they're not going to get an answer. Or they'll solve their own dang problems because you're not available. So if you use a tool like Slack or WhatsApp, or I don't care what you're using to stay in touch with your team, do not be reachable during this time period. Stick to your commitment to yourself, the commitment you made to yourself to be unreachable because you're protecting your energy because your energy is more important right now than what they have going on. There are other people they can reach out to. Maybe set up an emergency SOS way of contacting you just in case. But the biggest thing is just be unreachable. Turn off email, turn off Slack, turn off Facebook. Everyone says turn off social media. Yeah, it's kind of a given at this point. I didn't think I had to say it. But protect your energy during that time period. The other thing, another thing you can do is preposition your energy. So I'm a f- believer in rituals. I'm a believer in routines and habits. Uh, Find any super successful person, you will find a master of habits and routines. So I do a pre-focus routine. It's the same every time. This allows me to channel my energy, to do the right things 
to be prepared for that. So yes, it will include things like checking my email, turning off out of office notifications, you know, turning my phone on silent or hiding it across the room, whatever, whatever you do. It includes things like that. It also includes things like making a cup of coffee, eating something, sitting in silence for five to 10 minutes to allow myself to shed what I've been carrying around all day to go into focus mode. These are all tricks we can play to ourselves. And if you do them for long enough, you find you don't need a checklist. But you also find that your brain begins going into that place on its own. You don't have to force it. You don't have to will yourself into focus mode. You're doing a routine which gets you into focus mode. We all know various practices that we do to get ready for something. So if you're a runner, like you might put on your shoes, you know, well, get dressed first and put on your shoes and put on your headphones, then stretch, then maybe drink water. You're doing all these things that are mentally telling brain, get ready to run. Brain's now telling body, body, get ready to run. When you're working from that same place every time, you're setting yourself up for success. I, I notice I'm a huge baseball fan. And if you watch pitchers and you watch batters, the batter will do the same thing before every pitch. The pitcher will do the same thing before every pitch. You know, Drew Brees once during COVID said, yeah, it's kind of gross. We're licking our fingers all the time. I should stop doing that. He didn't stop doing that. He can't. He can't. It's part of his pre-play ritual. It's part of what he does. He can't stop that. Not without impacting his performance. So have those rituals in place. Have those things that you're doing. I was talking with a gentleman uh, in an interview the other day who was talking about having a soundtrack to focus. What is your... If, you need, if you're like me, I cannot do silence for long. I, I recorded an episode about silence and the power of silence. That being said, I need white noise when I'm in focus mode. What's your soundtrack to focus? There's some great ways of doing this now. Like we have entire Spotify channels on focusing. There are, there are certain ambient sound things that will make sound but it's all designed to, like, to get you to focus better. There's some really cool YouTube videos um, of like crackling fireplaces or rainstorms, or uh, there's one particularly awesome one where it's just like being on a jet, and so you just get the sound of jet noise. And this video is like 10 hours long. Like I couldn't imagine doing that for 10 hours, but I see the intention. Well done. So it's the soundtrack to your focus. And how does that manage your energy? Does it give you energy? You now it's just, you know, I was talking about like soothing things. I know a dude that can't write copy unless he's listening to punk rock. Like, that's crazy to me. I couldn't do that, but it helps him manage his energy. There's no right answer to these things. There's only your answer. And what sets you up for success? What allows you to focus in? 
I also like to, I, before I do this, like part of my routine is I clear my desk. I'll keep everything off my desk when I'm in focus mode because I don't want to be distracted in any way, shape, or form. I just want to focus. The final little trick I'll give you is to actually shift your surroundings. So I do the vast majority of my work on a big iMac with lots of screens. I have three 27-inch monitors, if you count the iMac. Because I like the real estate. I like to be able to see everything. This is your enemy during focus. Unless you need it. Like certain projects, like if you're building funnels or something like that, you got to have one window, you know, you got to have Canva open, you got to do this, you need your copy over here that you're putting. I got it. But what is going to best suit you during focus time? Certain focus activities. If I'm doing like a heavy writing day, or I have to write copy, or I have to think strategically, I actually work best on my iPad. Because I can only have one app open at one time. I didn't opt the, the new iOS has a, I, don't know, I forget what they call it, center stage or something. I didn't, I'm not doing that. <laughs> because it betrays the way I use my iPad. I use my iPad for focus. Because I can only open one thing at a time. But that removes distractions. And it's now part of my workflow so much that if I do it on any other device, I feel a bit lost. I need that focus. I need to be able to do that. So find ways to protect your energy. Work from that place of intention. Respect and honor your ways of protecting your energy. And you will find this becomes routine it becomes something that you don't need to teach yourself to do anymore. Don't need to remind yourself. It's something that you just do. And when we just do, that's when we're going to be best set up for success. All right. Hope this helps. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, if you'd like more help with your business, with your operations, growing your team, establishing all the things that are going to help your company grow, I do offer a free strategy session. Um, this is not a sales call. So don't come into it thinking, oh, Strat, I've heard that before. This is not a sales call. I will not try to sell you on this call. That is my promise. And if I do, you can badmouth me on Facebook. I'll tell you where. Um, but it's solely to see if we're a good fit, to see how I can help you, to get an idea of what you're struggling with in your current business, and to give you some actionable do this, do that, that you can employ right away. And ultimately, if we decide to work forward, you know, more in the future, we'll have another conversation. But this is just for you, just to get you on the right path. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a great rest of your day. Get some focus time in. And until next time, operators, lead the way. Hey, before you bounce out of here, I have a free strategy session available exclusively for my podcast audience. In this 30-minute phone call, we'll unveil the immediate steps you can take to operationalize your business and put you back in the driver's seat. Just go to www.adamliette.com and click Start Here.